Here's what happened this morning with Stacey and Clayton. Got a text this morning from Kevin, who is now in our text system as Moose Kevin, letting us know there was a moose uh, running down Marquis this morning towards Faithful Avenue. So in the north end of the city, another moose. I know. I am wondering, like, I want to hear from the... What's the right word to use? <laughs> not environmentalists, the naturists, the people from well, it's nature. Not naturists. Okay, but what? Why? What is going on right now? Are there more moose than usual? Are some of their conditions not great? So they're coming into. I just wonder why we're seeing so many sightings. Well, maybe because the housing market in the forest for the moose is just ridiculous. So they're trying to <laughs> find different areas to buy housing. The housing crisis is affecting everyone. Stacey. That make that makes sense. Um, I would. Also that like does to not make sense. Point out that last time there was a moose, I basically went on air and was like, honestly, with all these sightings, I can't take it as real, actual proof until I see a picture. And boy, did I get pictures oh, yeah. after that. Oh, yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, what if it wasn't a moose? What if it was just uh, an elk or a deer? What if Kevin's mistaken? We need proof, people. Send your photos, 9380963. But legitimately, if you have seen a moose, let us know so we can pass it on. Who's going also like, oh, it was just an elk. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. We <laughs> no can go. big deal. Oh, it was, it was a moose, but we, it's actually an elk. So we can totally go in that area because elks Absolutely. aren't scary. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, jeez. No, just. <laughs> animals in general all over Saskatoon. Last yeah. year it was all about coyotes and bobcats and stuff mm-hmm. like that and they've kind of gone away. Maybe because saw... they're scared of all the moose running around town. That would be, I would definitely be scared of a moose. I saw a fox once by the bottom of the Victoria Bridge. You know where those tennis courts are? Yeah. I saw a little mangy fox. Like he oh. was not healthy. He looked very scary. I hate to hate to break this to you. People see fox in Saskatoon all the time. Really? Yes. Come on. Text us last time you saw a fox, everyone. Nine, three. We do something here uh, called Drunk Cruise Mornings. Mm -hmm. It's when we just take a random break from the other day, slow it down by about half. Makes us sound like Mr. Leahy from Trailer Park Boys. Uh, Enough talking about it. Without further ado, Drunk Cruise Mornings. Sometimes brushing your teeth, it's it's an annoying task. I get it. I only brush my teeth. Oh, gross. Once a day. Sometimes twice. Is that bad? I have good, very good teeth. I've been told that by the dentist, so I'm okay with it. Who are you trying to convince here, Stacey? Myself. (laughs) This story's been around. I feel like the actual headline should have been, When Robots Attack! Dum 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 dum. Instead of chess playing robot breaks seven year old's finger during Russian tournament. That is exactly what happened. Um, terrifying, honestly. It was, I get it. It was a robot that was designed and made to play chess mm-hmm. against a human opponent. Fascinating. Amazing technology. What happened, though, is the little guy, bless his heart, he apparently rushed the machine so the boy made a move and then it was the robot's turn but he knew what the robot was doing so that he kind of started to go make his move and the robot grabbed him and broke his finger in my mind when I saw that um, <laughs> the way it was written I legit thought the robot had like two hands mm-hmm. took the kid's finger and broke it like a pencil and he was mad about losing yeah, yeah. something like that but because no robots have feelings 
I don't know. We're getting to that point <laughs> That's where... That's actually true. Have you seen that Will Smith movie? What's it called? AI? Artificial intelligence? Yeah, that was like 2006, Stacey. No, so terrifying. Get with the times. Um, but yeah, apparently the kid was so determined to continue on. He played the rest of the tournament in a cast, oh, a little guy. guy. Oh my God. I just can't imagine how scary that would be. And there's footage of it too, right? No, the footage sucks though. Which is, it's very grainy yeah. and weird, but you can see what happens. And the kid's finger is like pinned underneath the, the robot. Mm-hmm. Is this, like, honestly though, this is why... You know how when we talk about an update on a phone, you want to wait until the second or third update because yep. all the bugs are gone? Yeah. I don't want to trust robots until like 2050. What did we talk about yesterday, Stacy? I don't know. The teeth brushing robots? Yeah. So that's totally cool. Oh, see, those are tiny so robots tiny. living in your mouth. Not a problem. <laughs> Not a problem for no. Stacy Cooper. No. But chess playing robots that are in rust, that's where we draw the line. Yes. Okay, so robots that are... live in your mouth, totally cool. Yeah. These ones, they're so big. That's what scares me. I think the tininess is what would scare me. They can get in your bloodstream. They can get all over yes, the place. Like they that can movie. team up. You know how um, Transformers, they can uh, all build together and yeah. make one giant Transformer? That's what the teeth brushing robots are going to do. They're oh, going to combine into God. one of these chess playing robots and break our bones from the inside. And then we're screwed. You know when you just get used to, to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram because it changes like every six months, mm-hmm. like the layout and everything, and then you finally get used to it, what happens, Stacey? Change it again. Changes again. This is happening to Facebook. <laughs> well, yeah, because Facebook, they do, they tweak stuff all the time, and I would say nine times out of ten, you hate the tweak, you hate the change, mm-hmm. because like you said, we tend to hate change. They're doing something interesting, though. They are apparently, and I'm quoting, bowing to pressure from users... And bringing back the chronological feed. So So basically, as it happens, as your friends post, as businesses post, whatever, you get that all chronologically. Bowing to pressure. They stopped doing the chronological posts 11 years ago. I know. So they finally, oh, you know what, guys? It's been 11 years. I guess we'll go back. Oh, what a hard decision that was. That's their timeline. That's how long it takes them to change. 11 years. So if you're sick and tired of them listening to your conversations and taking your data, no worries. Only six more years until they (laughs) stop doing that. Thanks, Facebook. You're so nice. Apparently, too, they want to be more like TikTok. Uh, The new Facebook feed will give you an option of having your home feed which is like the people you want to follow mm-hmm. your friends that sort of thing and then a regular a different feed which is full of like viral videos yeah, popular stuff whatever's happening See, so you have two options every app is trying to be like tiktok now, i know and i don't every app shouldn't be the same every app no. should be different right facebook should just be like the facebook's kind of like the original gangster right the og yeah. of social media they kind of got just the broad everything taken care mm-hmm. of right also it's just great for chat it's great for like groups like yeah. my slow like slow pitch teams or beer league hockey teams the facebook group yep. right all the news and stuff is there twitter is just its own thing jokes Right? Yeah. Jokes, observations, quick little sentences. And a lot it's great of like for sports. Political stuff political too. stuff, sports stuff. It's that that's what it's great for, right? Yep. This not personal stuff like Facebook. Yes. Instagram, 
photos and videos. Mm-hmm. Instagram now is being a TikTok. They got a feature where it's just nothing but videos and, and reels and stuff. Change the background to black right? and everything. I hate Personal it. videos and photos should be Instagram. And yep. then TikTok should be your creative yes. outside the box. These yep. are something. That's what it should be. Instead, every app is trying to be the exact same as one another. No, we use you all for different things. <laughs> That's right. That's Except, why we have options. Uh, right? Like, I know I use Instagram for photos. I don't want Instagram to be another TikTok. That's why we have TikTok. TikTok. And Instagram already has reels too, yeah. which you can turn into your own little Everything video. Everything is the same, and that's why apps suck now. You're just. I just, it's so weird because they're like, oh, you know, bound to the pressure of users and stuff. Like, I feel like a lot of people think the same way you and I do right now about what you've just said. Uh-huh. How it's like, this should be this, this should be that. Do they not hear those people talking? Absolutely. Who not. are they listening to? Where are they getting this advice from? Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg. is listening to his yes man that he has. Oh, Mark, you're the best. You're the best. Social Network's my favorite movie, Mark. Mark, I love you. Storms in Saskatchewan this year have been ridiculous. Tornadoes more specifically. The province has seen 18 tornadoes so far this year. Last year in total, we only had six. Mm-hmm. A lot more storms, which means uh, a lot more people out there chasing them. Storm chasing. Some people make it a career. Obviously, Ricky Forbes, very successful at it. He's got a big gig going, and he Mm -hmm. catches some insane storms down in the States, even here in Saskatchewan. But the thing is, anybody can chase a storm. Literally anybody. Literally anybody. You can get Mm -hmm. in your car, follow the storm. Hey, get on your bike. Get on your bike if you're totally stupid. Real storm chasers ride bikes. Cowards. (laughs) Those coward storm chasers use vehicles. The thing is, that's exactly it. It's kind of, if you don't know about how storms move and the exact wind patterns and what have you, it's dangerous because storms, I've seen the movie Twister, okay? I've seen enough to know storms can change in a second and Mm -hmm. the direction of the tornado can change and then you might find yourself in a bit of a, oh dear, situation. It is worth it though. Like the photos you get when you're super close to a storm, like especially here in Saskatchewan, when you get the photos where one half is this crazy storm and the other half is perfect blue sky. Yeah. I love those pictures when you just get the cusp of the storm, Mm -hmm. right? But I'm more of a garage storm guy. Absolutely. Comfort Um, of my home. Yep. There is nothing better than opening a garage door and it's just pouring. Yes. And you just crack open the lawn chair, crack open a beer, and you just sit there and watch the storm. That sounds you good to me. You don't bring your phone out with you. You don't do anything. No scrolling, no nothing. You're just sitting there watching a rainstorm for an hour. I can't be the only one who do that, does that. No, definitely. Me, me and my old roommates, we used to do that all the time. We'd look at the weather app. Boys. <laughs> Storm's boys, coming Boys. Storm tonight. Like Most guys are getting excited for Friday nights, going out, getting girls. Yeah. No, not <laughs> us. Boys, there's a storm on Wednesday. Let's get to bed early yeah. so we're ready for yeah. it, so we're energized. And we just sit there and watch it. Big lightning happens. Oh, that's a big one. Oh, yeah. The best. The best. I also found this article very interesting because they talked about how to stay safe should a tornado happen to be Mm -hmm. in your area. Obviously, you want to put as many walls as you can between you and the weather. And they say if you are in a vehicle, you want to go into a building. Cars Mm -hmm. aren't necessarily safe because they can get lifted up. And the other thing, too, is you shouldn't go under an overpass. I instinctively would want to. It obviously stops traffic and can affect safety. But then with the wind, speed and debris and the way it all shifts... You can get smucked by a cow, possibly. Smucked? Smucked by a cow. Because obviously twisters pick up cows, right? What's smucked? Like smacked, but smucked. It's worse. How is it worse? (laughs) Trust me. This is great news for... 
Well, I don't know. Great news. Um, it's been proven eating with your mouth open is the best way to experience food. In your face, Dad. All those years, parents, don't chew with your mouth open. Guess what? It makes the food taste better. How, Stacy? Well, Clayton, it's interesting you should ask that because chewing with your mouth open uh, lets the air into the back of your nose, thus boosting your olfactory sensory neurons, making food taste better. And it's true. Oh. That's why when you have a cold, you can't taste your food, right? Yeah. Your nose is plugged. The air flow isn't happening. Mm -hmm. You basically need to have air pass over the food in your mouth and that sort of thing in order to properly Mm -hmm. taste things. Now, if you're at a dinner party and someone plays this card... Sorry, guys. I, I know it's annoying eating with my mouth, o- mouth open, but I am a foodie. I need to truly taste the flavors of my food. And in order for me to do that, I need to eat like a horse. I'm so sorry, but that's just my... You're a dink, bud. Well, like, I, I don't think you need to be sloppy but there and are some, gross. But you can do it nicely. People will use this as an excuse to do that and be, I'm just going to be a giant sloppy. It's science, guys. It makes food taste better. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I'm always thinking of the worst case scenario, but just... And that is like... <laughs> no, trust me. This food's amazing. The food's amazing, guys. It's like, the same thing with wine, too. Like, why you kind of... Um, you s- swirl it in the mm-hmm. glass. The air on the wine makes it taste better. Sean, even when he takes a sip of wine, he kind of... When he has the wine in his mouth, brings air in and, like, oh, the percolates it. Yeah. Mm, and it's this the is same a boxed thing. red. Mm, delightful. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing I can't take about the wine people. It's like a $12 bottle of wine, maybe. And they're treating it like they're doing the swirl, the is that smell. A hint of oak? Man. <laughs> Again, <laughs> literally came from a box, bud. We don't care about the smell. <laughs> The housing market, housing prices, buying a house, uh, that's on everyone's mind right Mm -hmm. now. Even if you own a house, you're still kind of aware of how awful the market is right now. Straight up sucks. Let's be honest. At least the realtors are making good commission, though. (laughs) They are doing their jobs, yes. If you want a solution to this problem, uh, here's a fantastic idea. More and more, this is happening. Younger people are uh, living with an intergenerational roommate, meaning they are separated by at least one generation, younger kids and seniors, for instance. I was going to say, they're living with seniors. Let's, yeah, we don't need to, I was the mumbo jumbo. What are intergener- intergenerational households. So here's the thing. There's actually a website uh, that you can go to that will connect you with a senior who is Mm -hmm. looking for a roommate or a boarder in the basement suite, that sort of thing. And this is becoming increasingly popular. First of all, the rent, very reasonable. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's maybe because the seniors are doing quite well in life and maybe they don't actually need a lot of money. Or maybe because they bought their house for 17 grand back in 1965 and paid it off by 1968. Yeah, maybe that's it as well. Uh, The other thing, too, is that, like, a lot of times the senior will cook for the younger roommate. They'll give them life advice, bake for them, gardening tips, how to gut a fish. They're learning how to fix things. Like, it's an actual, incredibly beneficial relationship because they're learning from each other. Everything you should have been doing with your parents when you were a teenager, the the senior will teach you when you're 25, 30. Because when you're a teenager, you're like, get out of my room, mom. Yeah, and now it's like, teach me more, Gladys. Exactly. Also, too, these old, uh, a lot of times the seniors live close to campuses for schools because mm. back in the day, those houses that went up around the campuses, 
not very expensive. Now it's like lucrative real estate. It's a win, 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 win situation here. Uh, imagine living in Varsity View here in Saskatoon for like five hundred dollars a month, right? With a sweet old lady who's Man, bacon for you. Dumpster houses in that area cost like six hundred grand now. <laughs> <laughs> like this housing market just bothers me. It just but this is a great, great solution yeah. doing this because again the perks, yeah, the perks that you don't really see here, right? Now obviously it's a give and take relationship. You kind of have to help them out a bit. And you Absolutely. Give them whatever but i love that i think it's fantastic i think it's if you if you have one of these situations by the way let us know we want to pick your brain 9380963 there's another example too of like people renting apartments in senior apartment complexes oh yeah like retirement homes yes. and stuff and they're saying that it, it's cheaper it's quiet mm-hmm. like if you're a little bit of an introvert that's the way to go absolutely like, you don't there's no age limit on those i know Hey, you're too young to live here. It's just like Happy Meals, guys. Anyone can get them. You just get it. I'm following this account on Facebook, Grandma's Secret Recipes or something. It's like tips from Grandma Mm -hmm. for around the house, mostly in the kitchen. And I don't know. I find it really interesting. I had a grandma who was one of those, like, knew everything in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. All the tips, all the tricks to save money, that sort of thing. It's fantastic. You could just ask your living grandma for some tips instead of following an Instagram page. Just going to throw that out there. That is true. Um, Grandma doesn't take such pretty pictures, though, unfortunately. Oh, well, then screw Grams. It's all about the visual. Hey, Uh, love you, Grams. Love your tips, but you're not on Instagram. So see you later. Go kick rocks. One of the things I found super interesting was a list of basically like the shelf life of things once they've been opened, some of them, or even like a can of food. Apparently, it's only actually once it's expired, technically good mm-hmm. for like nine more months. Oh. And same with spices. The shelf life of a spice um, is two to four years once it's been open. Oh, I have eaten some dangerously expired spices. Uh, I... I'm positive I have a spice in my cupboard right now. It's called marjoram. Mm-hmm. No idea what I used it for, but I have definitely had that. Since I moved out, uh, when I got back from England, that would have been 2001. When did Toy Story 3 come out? I'm pretty sure that's when I bought my first thing of lemon pepper seasoning. Lemon pepper. <laughs> and like, who goes through a lot of lemon pepper seasoning? That is the seasoning that you have in the back of your spice drawer that's like, oh yeah. That's, or like Cajun. Oh yeah, I bought this for a wing night eight years ago. Yeah, Because exactly. that's the only thing I can think of. Lemon, like chicken wings and maybe chicken breasts for lemon chicken. Who else is using lemon pepper stuff? I think some people might put it in a Caesar, but regardless, I have no idea what I used marjoram for. I didn't even know that was a thing. It's a spice, or it's right a now. herb. It's dried, but I have had that oh, I spice. It was like dried margarine that you like shake on, like Wouldn't dehydrated margarine. Margarine. Dehydrated butter is way better for you. It's not full <laughs> of chemicals. Ban margarine. Twenty-two years for spices. I've been dragging that spice around with me from move to oh, move. Oh, yeah, because you bought a ray when you moved out. Yeah. yeah. I moved to Calgary with it three mm-hmm. different places in Calgary, moved back to Saskatoon three different places. Why? How do you lose valuable things like headphones mm-hmm. and MP3 players, DVDs, all that stuff? That gets lost in moves all the time. And yet a random spice thing follows you around like your shadow and you just don't lose it. You know it. why? Because it's always in the cupboard above the stove. Always there. Always just there. You can always count on that loser that spice, eh? Just in case I need you. Marjoram? Marjoram. Yeah. Marjoram. Mar- marjoram? Marjoram. Why are we taking so much time figuring out the pronunciation of some random spice no one Marjoram. Marjoram. 
Yeah, let's just let's just rip the band-aid anyway. off and go to commercial, shall we? Stacey and Clayton, weekday morning, six to ten on cruise.